You're listening to episode four of the Improvement Project 2.0, and today is all about your thoughts and how they can change your life. Let's go. Welcome to The Improvement Project, a podcast that will encourage you to get curious about what's going on in your brain that might be holding you back from achieving your big dreams and goals. I'm your life coach, Dr. Peggy Malone. After 19 years of working with patients to help them take on better habits for health and wellness, as well as working with clients one-on-one as their life coach, I've learned how the thoughts that we habitually think are the key to getting what we want in this life. I've learned that a coach can help you recognize what's going on in your mind, help you get clear on your goals, and then hold you accountable on the way to your best life. Listen in each week as I help you discover why you are the way you are and how you can lean into self-inquiry on the way to being an even better you. Let's get after it. Well, hello, friends. Today's episode is episode four of a brand new improvement project, and I'm so excited that you have chosen to listen in. In today's episode, we are going to talk about your thoughts. Have you ever thought about your thoughts? Thinking about how you think is one of the things that separates us humans from plants and animal, and it seems strange to talk about thinking about your thoughts, but that's what we're going to do today. Back in episode 2.2, where I introduced you to coaching and how it works, I shared that your thoughts are not reality. Now, you might wonder what I mean by this. Most of us go through life and have thoughts that arise unconsciously, and we assume that we thought those thoughts because they were true. We don't think we have any control over them. We just think that they happen to us. If you're like most people, you've just grown up, been parented, and socialized to think a certain way, and you just believe all those thoughts that you think and take them to be true. Most of us have never paused to examine or question our habitual thoughts, and we just keep doing what we've always done because we've never been introduced to the idea that there is an alternative. Each thought that you habitually repeat in your mind deepens that neural groove of that thought. That is the old path of thinking, the same thing your brain is used to thinking. Bodies seek the path of least resistance always, just like water, which will always move downstream in a a groove in in the sand or in the ground or in a river. I like to tell my patients when they are learning new postures and clients when they are learning about new thoughts, that a good way to think about a new posture or a new thought or the new neural groove in your brain that allows you to do either is think about creating a path in the snow after a big snowfall. After you make that first path, it's way easier to continue walking along that path where the snow is already packed down than it is to forge a new path into the deep snow. We like to take the path of least resistance. So my job as a coach is to show you, first of all, What thoughts are you having? And then show you the ways in which your thoughts, some of which you've been practicing for your entire life and are part of the reason that you are frustrated with your current results, why these thoughts are not true. They are not reality. They are only your brain's perception of reality based on how you were parented and socialized and the culture that surrounded you as you were growing up, the experiences you've had in this life, etc., All right, let me share with you a quick example that I heard from my coach this week about people believing that their thoughts are true. 
She was watching a TV show, Queer Eye, and if you remember, my original podcast uh, partner, Jenny, loves Queer Eye, and uh, on the show, one of the women that they were helping and talking to, she was in her 60s, and she was introduced in this episode to the thought that she could love herself. It had never occurred to her in more than 60 years that she could practice thinking that she loved herself. Now, for me, this seems like, what? Like, how is that even possible that somebody would never think that? Well, I was socialized and parented, and I grew up in a culture where this thought was available to me. And so I believe and even have the thought that it's possible to love myself. Maybe this is a thought that you've never had. And if you haven't, I invite you to try it on and start practicing it today. We can all love ourselves a little more. When I started working with my coach and she would point out my thoughts, I was sometimes shocked that I had been thinking certain things that don't serve me for most of my life. It was so cool for me to learn that once I notice the thoughts that I'm having that aren't serving me or that aren't helpful or that aren't effective, that I can choose new thoughts that are more helpful or more effective or that serve me or help move me toward my goals. So when I work with you as your coach, we will figure out what thoughts are you currently having and we can get curious to how are those thoughts playing out in your life and contributing to the current results that you are getting that potentially aren't what you really want. Then we will help you to change those thoughts and choose new ones. So this work that I do with my coach and what I teach to my clients is called thought work. And it is the process of becoming aware of what you're thinking about and then deciding on purpose whether you want to continue to think that or if you want to think something else. Now, it's important to note, changing your thoughts is simple, but it's not easy. So let's just do a quick review of how this works. I shared this a couple of episodes ago, but you'll hear about this a lot from me as I learn more about it from myself and my clients, and I'll continue to share it with you. Here's the nutshell. You need to change what you think, and then you'll change how you feel, and then how you act. That is the simple explanation for what you need to do to make any change that you want in this life. It is the key to the universe. So, simple right? But definitely not easy. It's simple that I can explain it very quickly. You think one thing now, it makes you feel a certain way, and then you act a certain way. Okay, so I mentioned your thoughts, but what I just said brings your feelings into the mix. Now get ready for me to nerd out because here's how it works physiologically in your brain. Remember when we were talking about that same old pathway in the snow that's easier to walk than using more effort and heading out into the deep snow and new territory? It's easier to let a thought in your head that you've always had forever just keep being the same thought, just taking the path of least resistance than it is to decide to forge a new territory, to forge a new pathway by creating and thinking a new thought. As you habitually think that same old thought and activate that well-used neural groove in your brain for that thought, as that old neural groove gets activated, some very cool chemical reactions happen in your brain. And the molecules of an emotion get released into your bloodstream. Once those biochemicals are released, they create a feeling or an emotion in your brain and body as your receptor cells pick up on them. And they are like, dopamine awesome let's get excited and motivated to do stuff or 
oxytocin? Amazing. I love everyone and I feel calm and safe. Or your thoughts could lead to chemical messengers that lead to feelings in your body and your brain, like being disappointed, frustrated, angry, self-pitying, indecisive, or sad. Your repeated thoughts that you learned way back when you were a kid are associated in your brain with certain emotions. And when your brain registers that you are thinking a certain thought, it gets to work creating the chemicals for the emotion that that particular thought creates for you. So here's the bottom line. Thoughts lead to feelings because science. Okay. So we've made the journey in your brain from thoughts to feelings. And let me point out that much of this process from the thought to the feeling happens in microseconds. The thoughts can be out of your conscious awareness. So here's an example. You're feeling neutral, maybe watching TV or making food. All of a sudden your phone dings and you see a text message from someone that you really like. In an instant, your body feels excited and you are joyful. The process behind that change was because you had a thought about receiving a text message from that particular human and your brain registered that thought as good and it sent out the good chemical messengers into your bloodstream, which elevated your mood and changed how you feel. Now, alternatively, think about if the text message was from someone and that someone, you have a habitual thought that is negative or difficult about that person. That instant change from neutral or happy to stressed or angry or annoyed is because of the same process in your brain. Here's what happens next. So first we went from thought, then now we're at feeling. Here's what happens next. Once you feel a certain way, or said another way, once you're in a certain feeling state, that's when you take action. So many of us think terrible things about ourselves and our lives and our potential of what's possible for us. Now, some of us are doing it consciously. Sometimes we're saying really terrible things about ourselves in our own brains, but a lot of us are doing this unconsciously and the unconscious deep neural groove thought habits where we're thinking thoughts that are not necessarily good thoughts about ourselves are thoughts that have been in there a long time. These are thoughts that we learned when we were tiny humans and we learned them from our environment, from how we were socialized, from our parents, from the experiences we had. And we've been practicing those thoughts and deepening the neural groove of those thoughts for our entire lives. And that's why these thoughts are so powerful. And also in almost every case, unconscious. Many of our brains are thinking these thoughts all of the time even though they are not helpful and they are sometimes very harmful. And we are thinking these thoughts and we believe that they are true because we've been thinking them forever and there they just are. Here are some examples of what I mean. Imagine you're having the thought, consciously or unconsciously, I'm a terrible, dumb human. Now, I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and, and, and put some judgment on that thought. It doesn't seem like a good thought. It's not likely that the emotion or feeling state that is triggered by that thought will lead to something amazing. It will lead to actions of engaging in deep self-love and self-care. So most of us, we might be looking for that result, but if we continue to think, even unconsciously, I'm a terrible human, I'm a dumb human, chances are you're not going to love yourself and take care of yourself. So that's an example. Here's another one. Imagine that you're having the thought, My body is perfect just as it is. This creates a certain feeling state from which you will take action. 
And it's not likely that that action would be depriving yourself of comforting or delicious food or engaging in massive amounts of exercise. Now, the opposite of this is also true. And sadly, it's way more common. The thought, I hate my body, which is what leads to feeling sad or shame or disgust. And then those emotions, that feeling state will lead to some of those actions I just mentioned. Now, here's a thought. I am so overwhelmed by these tasks on my to-do list. That thought leads to feeling a certain way. And even though the results you are looking for is to get the work done, get the tasks done, this thought of I am so overwhelmed by these tasks on my to-do list, it often like puts you in a place where you're paralyzed and you don't do anything. It creates a feeling that is not really inspiring action. So a great example in my own life of this just happened as I was getting ready to record this to record this podcast. So when you are listening to this, John and I will be on a snowboarding vacation adventure, which I'm very pumped about. And on top of that, this past week, we decided to put our temporary house on the market so it can be shown uh, for the whole time when we are away. And I'll give you the quick backstory for those of you who aren't sure what I'm talking about. So we're doing a big remodel renovation of our house. And about a year ago, just before we started the process of that renovation, a serendipitous series of events allowed us to purchase the house right next door which is amazing. So we moved into the house and we've been living in it for the past year as our renovation gets completed. So we are now coming to the home stretch of the renovation. And so it's time to think about selling the temporary house and getting ready to move back into our new amazing dream house and start making memories there. So the somewhat last minute decision to get the house ready for sale now, as well as getting two podcasts ready for your ears that you can listen to while I'm away, got me thinking the thought... I'm so overwhelmed by all the things I have to do before we leave for vacation. Now, don't get me wrong. I get wrapped up in the drama of this kind of stuff too, even though I'm doing this thought work. So I got wrapped up in it in a hurry and I had a little meltdown when I was in the overwhelm. And that overwhelm does not inspire a lot of productivity when I have all these things to do. But then I caught myself and I decided to intentionally think these thoughts instead. Everything will get done. What if it was simple? I trust that anything that doesn't get done didn't need to get done. The chemical messengers that my brain sent to my body when I practiced those thoughts allowed for me to feel much more calm. From that calm, I was able to take action, and this podcast is in your ears right now as a result. This is a really great example of how we take action or we stay in inaction that matches up with our thoughts. And this, my friends, is how your thoughts can change your life. So if you are not getting the results that you want right now in one or more areas of your life, I invite you to get curious about what thoughts you might be thinking that are upstream from the results that you currently have. Also, get curious about how you are feeling in the results that you have now and how that feeling is inspiring or shutting down actions that you are or aren't taking. This whole thought work process is like learning a new language or a new skill, and it's not super easy to navigate on your own the first time you give it a go. So if you're in a place in your life right now where you're feeling stuck or frustrated or overwhelmed and the results that you are getting are just not what you are looking for, I can help. Why not sign up for a complimentary 60-minute consult with me where I can help you to get curious about your thoughts and how they are contributing to your current outcomes. 
go to www.drpeggymalone.com forward slash coach and set up a consult with me and we can talk about how we can work together so that you can learn the skill of choosing more effective thoughts that will get you on the path to your big dreams and goals. And that's it for this episode of The Improvement Project. If you enjoyed today's show and you don't want to ever miss an episode, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you usually listen. If you haven't already, I would really appreciate it if you would leave a rating and review to let me know what you think of the show and to help others find The Improvement Project. I would love to connect with you on the socials. The place where I like to hang out online the most is Instagram, and you can find me there at Dr. Peggy Malone. As usual, you'll find all of the resources and links that were mentioned during today's show in the show notes at theimprovementproject.com. If you are interested in learning more about me and my work and perhaps how we could work together, come visit me at drpeggymalone.com forward slash coach. Until next time, my friends, stay focused and get after it.